This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome or welcome back to the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. My name is Shakira and I am the host here. Um, yeah, we try to have new episodes every Tuesday at 9 a.m. That is not always the case. If you are a subscriber who has been here a while, you know that to be true. And to those subscribers who have been here for a while and who have been ever so patient with me, thank you for your patience, your understanding, and thank you for coming back to listen to the podcast. If you are new here, hi, welcome. I hope that you enjoy a piece, if not all, of the podcast. You can subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen to us on, and you will be notified every single time we have a new episode, which is supposed to be every Tuesday at 9 a.m. That has not been the case, and I I will be the first to admit that uh, right now it's been like every blue moon Tuesday at 9 a.m., but hopefully I will do better with that. Thank you for your patience in the meantime. Let's get into this episode. This is the segment of the podcast where we talk about a few updates that have been going on recently, some things in the world, um, some new movies, some new TV shows, etc., etc. I want to talk about some new music because Brent Fayez dropped his album Wasteland about a few days ago. I think about like four days ago now at the time that I'm recording this podcast episode and I love it. I love it. Let me tell you how I actually have a new respect for Brent Fayez. So he's one of those artists that you know those people where you aren't really invested in who they are as a person. I don't know if that sounds bad or not, but you know those artists that you listen to or that you watch or whatever, and you aren't really invested in who they are. You're just invested in their art or you're interested in their art. I love his music, but I was never compelled to... This is going to sound so bad. I was never compelled to dive into his character or to see how he was as a person I don't know I don't know it's hard to explain but I was watching an interview yesterday last night actually where he sat down with Angela Yee on lip service and in the interview he was talking about how he has a foundation a charitable foundation that his mother runs and how he bought a bunch of property in Dallas that he uses as transitional housing. Well, they use as transitional housing for women who have just been released from the penitentiary. And he also said they invest, I want to say, I may, I hope I'm not quoting him wrong. I want to say every month or every few months, the charity also um, invests in women entrepreneurs in their startups. And I was like, okay, Brent. Okay, like I, after hearing that, then I became like invested in who he was as a person. All before it was just the music. But anyway, check out his new project, Wasteland. And also just shout out to him for trying to better the world. It's sad to say, but that's rare these days. Also new music, Burna Boy released his new album, Love Dominique. 
I hope that's how his name is pronounced, Domini. Um, it came out maybe two weeks ago. I have been highly anticipating it because Last Last dropped a while ago and I have been running Last Last in the ground. It's a sample of Tony Braxton's song. Um, what's the name of the song? I, I forgot the name, but it's a Tony Braxton song and he sampled it and made Last Last. I love that song. Oh my gosh. I That song, I listened to it so much. I'm surprised I haven't like gotten tired of it by how many times I've listened to it. Anyway, I enjoy Last Last on the album. Also, I love Cloak and Dagger. I love Glory, which is the first track on the album. It also has a sample of the song Gloria. I just, I like what he's doing. I'm going to see him when he comes to Atlanta at the end of this month. So I'm really excited about it. I will admit that I'm a little nervous because he's a Nigerian artist and um, oftentimes, 100% of the time, I don't understand what he's saying because it's not in English, right? So whenever he's not speaking English on his songs, I don't know what he's saying. So just like on Last Last, I had to Google what is Shio, Evo and Shio. I was like, what is that? So I was like Googling, um, what does that mean? And luckily I found this girl on TikTok who is Nigerian and she translates Afrobeats music um, to English. So we know what they're saying. And I was like, wow. So now I know what Ibo and Shio means, but I'm nervous because I don't want to go to the concert and mispronounce something. And everybody's looking at me like, yeah, she, she doesn't belong here. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited about it. And if any of you are going to the Burnham Boy concert, I hope that you enjoy. And, um, if you're American and you don't know the language, just try to lay low. Cause that's what I'm going to try to do. Okay. Also, some new music from um, Florilla, Glorilla, Glorilla, Florilla. Wow, was I getting her mixed up with Flo Millie? Anyway, Glorilla, she is an artist out of Memphis. Yes, Memphis. And if you know her debut track, it was, uh, well, her most popular track. I'm not sure if it's her debut she may have been around for a while but the one that has really like bumped her up into the limelight was fnf let's go her single and she has a new one out she signed to uh yo Gotti. is it yo Gotti? i think it's yo Gotti. <laughs> i'm getting to that age where like you know anyway I think it's Yo Gotti. I think she signed to Yo Gotti recently and she um, released a new track called Tomorrow up under his label. And it's really good. It's really good. I love, listen, I love music, period. And I also, I'm not one of those people who feels like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe what they're saying. No, music is music to me. I love it. So if you are invested in her career, if you are invested in watching her, you know, glow up, please go listen to that song. And I am, I can definitely say I'm invested in where she goes from here. I wish nothing but the best for her. I love authenticity. This is the thing. I love authenticity in people. So whether it's uh, rappers, whether it's artists, whether it's, um, actors, just people in general, like people you meet in the coffee shop. 
I'm invested in people who are genuine and authentic and who are themselves because honestly, it's hard to find people who are themselves these days. Everybody seems to be a copy and paste version of somebody else. So I hope that she doesn't change. I hope that she remains the same and I wish her nothing but the best. That's all I have for the carefree updates today. I only wanted to talk about music. I wanted to, uh, I want to finish a show before I actually talk about it on here and I'm in the process of watching it right now. I want to see how it ends before I talk about it first though. Um, So maybe in the next episode, we'll have our carefree updates, talk about a new show that I've been checking out. All right, now let's have a break for our sponsor who keeps this show going and then we'll come back on the other side of that for our topic of the day. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the title of today's topic in this podcast episode is you have to save yourself first or save yourself first. I haven't decided which one we're going to go with, but same thing, tomato, tomato. And I have been sitting on this episode for a while. I want to say, actually, look, I have the date here of when I was jotting down my points, um, June 13th, so over a month ago, is when I started writing all this stuff out that I wanted to say in this episode, but I've just been sitting on it, and I haven't went for it with recording it until now, so hopefully this helps someone out there. It's been something that I've been thinking about even prior to the month of June, Um, so whenever I fly somewhere, there's always this one thing, this one particular thing that the flight attendants say before a flight that always sticks with me. I think since the very first time I had a flight to this day, it's been with me. It still pops in my head every now and then uh, randomly. And it's the line they have that goes something along the lines of, in case of emergency, make sure that your own mask is on first before assisting others. It's something like that. The line is something like that. And it's something that's so simple. It's such a simple statement, but also extremely applicable to our everyday lives. Now, what triggered this week's episode Um, was the fact that I was listening to the Read podcast with Kid Fury and Crystals and their, I think it's their latest episode, which came out over a month ago. Um, And it's like two hours long and it's fun and it's funny as usual. But at the end of the episode, the very end, something happens. And I mean, it feels like 
all of the air just leaves the room and a switch flips. It feels like you're there with them. Well, I'll speak for me personally. I felt like I was there with them and like all the air was sucked out of the room. I remember I was listening to it right here where I'm recording this episode at my desk. And I think I was like, you know how you have a podcast on for like background noise. So I think I was like listening to it while I was working on my computer. And when that moment happened, I stopped everything I was doing and just became so attentive to what they were saying. And I felt like I was in the moment with them. But basically, Curate Fury announces that he has to step away from the podcast, the Reed podcast, um, for a while. And he wanted to say it during the episode instead of like disappearing and people wondering where he went. And he said that he's been struggling with some things in his life. And if you want to hear what he said verbatim, you can go and check that out. But if you do, I suggest listening to the episode from the beginning and going all the way through. Don't skip to the end just to hear that part, because I think it's important to understand how things can feel and appear to be normal, quote unquote, normal or regular. But people are actually dealing with things that we have no idea about and we wouldn't know unless they told us like they wouldn't let on about any of it and so that's why if you if you go listen to I want you to listen from the beginning and go all the way through um because that's key but when he finished the episode like I just started bawling like I started crying like just crying and crying here at the desk one because I felt him, I understood where he was coming from. There is so much going on in the world. And he said that the podcast for him uh, was also a time for him to escape from those feelings. And it gives him an opportunity to be surrounded by friends and to laugh and to joke, which serves as a distraction, basically, from those things that eat at you when you aren't distracted by something. Secondly, I felt him and I was crying because um, at one point when he was talking, he said, it's not fair. Like, quote, it's not fair. And that line, man, like, I told you all the last episode that we had that my godmother passed in March this year. Now I remember why I held off on recording this episode. Okay, so my godmother passed in March. And that day, I found out while I was at work. And when I got home, I, I didn't realize that. Like, I, to be honest, I fell apart at work. <laughs> I really did. Um, but I was trying to hold it together enough to at least drive home. And when I got here, I just collapsed. And I remember, I live alone, but I remember just repeating, it's not fair. Now, some people will say, well, you know, life's not fair. Get over it. We move on. Life just keeps going. And to those people, <laughs> I say, life, you know, it may not be fair, but emotions and feelings are also not fair and they don't spare one single person on this planet, no matter how tough you claim to be, no matter how uh, strong you are, no matter how in tune you are with your inner self and your emotions, uh, 
feelings and emotions don't care about any of that. They don't care about none of that. And they'll remind you from time to time. Uh, So yeah, as long as you're alive, those two emotions and your feelings are going to knock at your door and pay a visit, even when they are not wanted, even when they are not welcome visitors. But I understood him and I felt what he was feeling in that moment. But I was proud of him. Proud that he made the decision to step away and take care of himself first. And I think as people, and I can't speak for every ethnic group and demographic, but I can speak from a, I'll get even more nuanced because, you know, the way the world is now uh, in social media, if you generalize anything or if you even state an opinion, it feels like you're going to have those people running out of the woodwork, like, not all da 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 and in some cases that's valid but sometimes it's like girl get a grip anyway to be very specific and nuanced i'll speak from a southern black woman's experience and um i'll say that i have noticed that we we have a tendency to take on the world's problems now again Even that statement, somebody somewhere will be like, not just you all, other people take on the world's problems too. Oh my gosh, I get it. I get it. But just roll with me here. I'm talking about my experience. And by the world, I mean our immediate world and also the world at large. We take on those problems. And whenever there are major issues affecting us, More times than not, you can find us right there on the front line. And oddly enough, although we are often on the forefront of issues, we tend to be the first one silenced. And beyond that, even in our personal lives, we take on the baggage of family. We take on the baggage of friends, coworkers, random people in the store who meet us and start dumping their issues that they are facing in their own lives on us. And we haven't known this person more than five minutes. But the list goes on like we take in all of this and it just like sits on us. Now, Kid Fury is a man and I'm not excluding men in this. And I'm also not excluding other demographics of people. I'm talking to everyone when I say that we have to start putting on um, our own masks first in reference to what the flight attendants say. There is so much happening in the world today. You know, it seems like every time I get online, there's a new headline out there. There's a new something going on about January 6th and the insurrection. There's a new problem with climate change. There's a new problem with politicians pushing back on things that um, affect the greater good only to worry about things that benefit themselves and their colleagues. There's a new something going on with debt. There's a new something going on with the housing crisis. There's a new something going on with the Roe versus Wade. It's it's just never ending. And it's tough. But if I can share three things with you that I would hope that you can take into your everyday life and remember to save yourself first by putting on your own mask first before you are trying to help and assist others. One would be that you are not responsible for other people. 
unless of course you have a kid or someone that you look after, then yes, you are responsible for other people. But speaking generally, you aren't responsible for someone else's It's going to sound bad, but it's honest. You are not responsible for someone else's. uh, There have been so many times in my personal life where I felt personally responsible for other people. I don't have any children. I don't have any person that I take care of. But I felt responsible for friends. I felt responsible for family. And I would be lying if I said that I don't feel that anymore, even though I'm telling you, you know, that you are not responsible for other people. Of course, I still have moments where I feel like I am responsible and I have to take care of these people. And I have to do everything I can to try to assist these people because I just have to. But I don't. Like, you are not responsible. You aren't. I'm not responsible for other people. And neither, it goes the other way. Like, people aren't responsible for us either. You have to take care of yourself first. One thing I realized is that people will take as much as you let them. Most people will take as much as you let them. It's very rare to find people who pour into you as much as you pour into them. Very rare. Most times, people will come and just imagine a whale the old school well where you have the bucket that goes down and it pulls the water up. People will come and take and take and take from your well, not replenishing it, not giving any thanks, none of that. But when the well runs dry, they will find water somewhere else. So you may feel like I have to help them because who else is going to help them? Someone else will. They will find a way. They will find another way. And I was actually having a conversation this week with uh, one of my coworkers. I forgot what triggered the conversation, but I remember telling her, like, she was saying that she had to do something. I forgot what it was. And I was like, you know that if you don't do that for that person, they'll find another way, right? And she was like, yeah, I know, but, you know, still I need to. But you don't. If you don't help them, they will find another way. Like, you are not the end-all, be-all. And I think, especially for black women, I think we have always felt like we were the end-all, be-all. If people didn't come to us for help, or if people come to us for help and we aren't able to assist them, no one else is going to be able to help them. And that's just not true. It's just not the case. So I want us to remember that we are not responsible. We are not personally responsible for other people. We are not personally responsible for making sure that other people are taken care of. Yes, it's great to do that. Yes, it's great to assist where you can. And I'm not saying be selfish where you are just closing yourself off to helping anyone, period. No, but if you have the the bandwidth, if you have the bandwidth, to assist others without it becoming a hindrance to you and also for you to set boundaries and limitations and not letting people just come and draw from your well where you're run dry and then there's no one there to replenish your well, then yes, please, by all means, help people. But if not, remember that you are not responsible for other people. Second point I want you to remember in learning and trying to practice how to save yourself first is that you should know your limitations. 
and this goes, this pairs well with the first one. Uh, know just how far you're willing to go to help someone. Some people will ride you until the wheels fall off and you cannot let them. I remember a few years ago, I was talking to a friend who needed advice about something that uh, they wanted to do in their lives. And I gave them the advice. I gave them some resources. And from there, I expected them to go do their part, right? And then about a month passed and they text me again asking for the same advice. And I'm thinking to myself like, just gave you this advice. I just told you what to do. I gave you everything that I had, but okay, let's run through it again. Run through it again. Cool. I kid you not, about two months after that, same thing. And I reached a point where I was like, okay, hold on. If my words are falling on deaf ears, I need to know. So I, as hard as it was, I asked them like, hey, we've had this conversation two or three times, but you keep coming back. Like, are you actually doing, are you actually, you know, implementing what I'm suggesting that you do? And they were like, well, yeah, no. Basically, to sum it up, to make a long story short, um, it was where I needed to do their part for them. And that's what I mean by people will ride you until the wheels fall off if you let them. You can assist. You can give resources. You can even actively participate in helping someone in their life. But if people aren't willing to help themselves, you can't, like, you will be doing yourself a disservice by trying to help them and also basically trying to survive in your own life like we have enough that we have to deal with it's hard enough dealing with your own things and your own issues 10 times harder if you're dealing with your own issues plus other people's plus your co-workers plus your friends plus your families that's hard it's difficult so you have to know your limitations you have to know how far you're willing to go to help people that's important The third thing I want to say when it comes to saving yourself is to take breaks. Kid Fury is doing a great thing when he said that he's going to take a break. Social media is weird. Social media slash content creating slash YouTubing slash podcasting slash all of these different avenues of making things or making these intangible things that just like live online it's weird (laughs) like I'm a podcaster but even sometimes this is strange to me because the idea of sitting down recording yourself talking and thousands of people are going to listen to this the idea that you right now are listening to something that I recorded on a Sunday in my apartment is odd right? Like that's, I don't know if it'll ever make sense to me, but we do it. Same thing goes with posting on Instagram. The same thing goes with TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, 
whatever. It becomes even more mucky when you get paid for doing that thing. Uh, Kid Fury gets paid from the Reed podcast. It's hard to take a break from something that gives you money. (laughs) It's hard to take a break from something that you get paid for. Because it's your source of income or one of your sources of income. And then you also feel a connection to the listeners and the people that come and who are invested every week or every two weeks in what you have to say. It's an odd space to be in, but you have to take breaks. And the same goes for your regular life. Even if you aren't a podcaster, even if you aren't a YouTuber, even if you aren't a TikToker, anything in the social media space, your regular life, you have to take breaks. I work on a TV show, a long TV show. And I have already told myself that when we wrap this show, I'm going to take a break. Now, what that break looks like for me, I'm not sure yet, but I told myself that the social media, the posting, all of that, I just have to step back because I have to, I don't want to say remember who I am, but I just have to just get a break. Like I need a break and there's nothing wrong with that. We all need breaks. Um, It's also hard when you're telling people to take a break because it contradicts the status quo, right? Like social media is telling us you need to be posting three times a day. You need to be active on all of your accounts. You need to respond to comments no less than five minutes after someone's commented on a video. You need to be responding to everyone. You need to be liking people's videos and you need to be participating in the feed and it's just like you have to be on go all the time not just online but also in your regular life like you have to be on go all the time and it's just not sustainable to people I saw a tweet last night that was like uh it was in reference to Constance Wu who trigger warning Um, said that she was experiencing some mental health issues where I believe she wanted to take her own life. All because she was reading online and different things about the show that she was on, that she was acting in, and she felt like she was an embarrassment or a disgrace to her culture and her people. And the tweet last night was like, I keep telling y'all that we as people, we as humans are not supposed to know what Hundreds of thousands of people think about us. Social media is a blessing and a curse at the same time. I love the access to information. I love that I can go on Twitter and find out what's new and happening in politics. I found out about Roe vs. Wade from a coworker, but immediately after she told me, I went on Twitter and all of the information that I wanted to read from different sources was there on Twitter. That's the good part of it, but it also has that dark side where you have access to all of these things, but it's also like people have access to you and people can comment nasty things. People can be very mean online. People can say anything online. There's also this girl, uh, I want to say, no, it's not lip gloss. It's a TikToker and she did this TikTok where she said she's trying to wear her natural hair without styling it. I'm sure if you're active on TikTok, you've seen what I'm talking about. 
she made a comment in the video that was like, I can only, <laughs> she said, I can only pull white boys with this hair. Immediately, immediately, the backlash from that, the comments were absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting from her own people, our people. It was nasty. It was like that side of social media and it was thousands of comments. We were not built to know what thousands of people think about us. We were not built to take negative comments and insults from thousands of people. Take breaks, y'all. Please take breaks. And with that being said, life is going to life. That's just what it is. There are going to be extremely good days that will make you feel high enough to reach the clouds. And there will be days where the weight of the world feels unbearable and you feel lower than low. I have been there. And it's all a part of the journey. But if you can do anything to alleviate those low moments or to try to combat them in any way that you can, if that means putting your own mask on first before assisting someone else, then you do that and don't feel guilty about it. Don't let anyone make you feel bad about putting your own mask on first. If you need help, seek it. The world is a lot brighter with you in it. Until next time, stay black and carefree. I love you. Bye, guys.